Okay, how do you feeling? How are you feeling right now? How do I feel? How do I sound? Oh, wait, can you talk closer to the mic? I yeah. Okay, I can hear this you. Good? Yeah, I can hear it's you pretty well. It's just an uncomfortable position to be yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, dude, uh, I'm going to invest in bar arms. We should. we should do that. I'm going to invest in, yeah, I'm going to invest in, in, you know, set up so we can make the podcast studio, a.k.a. my kitchen, look better. This better? This is more comfortable yeah, for me, yeah, too. Yeah, okay, feels go. better for me Perfect. as well. Um, <laughs> and let's just, just leave this in the pod just so the audience knows that this they is get, just two they get, guys. They, they get to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, they get to see how the sausage or Swasti- hear it. Yeah. For that yeah, yeah. Before we get going, you ready to you think what I'm thinking? Five, six, seven, eight. Mike and Ahmed together again. You think they're a couple, but they're actually just friends. Numbers by day, laughs by night. Here telling you what's up. It's time to grow up. La 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 I'm tripping right now based from that song. I mean, wow. it's I know. Wait, what's I think I see angel wings growing uh, out of your back. Do not fear me, Ahmed. Oh, what? Do not be afraid. Yes, Angel Mike. Yes. <laughs> I am Michael the Archangel. Mm. Mikael. Um, I think that's the name. Whatever. Uh, but you are right, man. I should invest, uh, or we should invest in arms so we could arms. talk comfortably into the mic. The, I will say this: in. we gotta wait for next month because I spent too much money this month. True, Dad. I mean, I bought I all that. I bought all this like equipment for me to start making videos in my apartment. Rents I bought, due month, you know, or rents due in two rents, weeks. Yeah, so, rents yeah, due yeah. in a week. Uh, and I spent a lot of money in Dallas just buying mainly food. I bought a mm-hmm. lot of food. Mm-hmm. How was your day? How was everything? Going going on with you my day is going all right you know i slept in a little bit i was exhausted okay uh, so i went to bed at nine o'clock last night and i slept until 10 o'clock this morning so really your boy was the tired that's good though yeah i like a good night's sleep yeah. i've been i've been feeling lethargic recently mm-hmm. and i i think i know why uh this happened to me before earlier this year sometimes i would go on a crazy diet where i uh, we'll do intermittent fasting mm-hmm. from 12 to 8. But but even if I'm doing intermittent fasting, I'm not eating as much during those times. Yeah. And last week, I mean, and I'd say this week too, it was just, I mean, I wasn't just eat. I was just not eating as much or I wasn't eating the right foods. Yeah. And my iron levels were low or are feeling low right now. And I think that's why I'm really tired for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence why I'm drinking a Red Bull. A Red Bull. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to just uh, focus on eating things with more iron. Yeah. Get some good spinach, Mr. Dennis Kucinich. I, I actually have a big, nice... A little package of spinach in my fridge. If you good. want, to, hey, you want to take a look at my spinach, bro? Oh, dude, spinach looks pretty is good. So hot. It's nice and organic. Not little gonna Mr. Lie. Popeye, are ya? A little Popeye boy right mm-hmm. here. But yeah, we should invest in cool podcast equipment. Yeah. Um, so we could have the audience hear a better quality of the this audience um, show. Has the audacity. Uh. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> That's your mic, right? <laughs> yeah, we're leaving that in there, by the way. Yeah. Um, so far, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, iron levels are low, but other yeah. than that, I'm trying to eat better nice. and work out more. Uh, Eric 
Lewis Baker, our neighbor slash comedian. Uh, he and I meet, I'd say, three times a week at the NoHo Park, and we do this calisthenic workout. Oh, that's always fun. Man, and it fu- it beats you up, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think you get used to it, but man, it kills you every time. It's like 50 squats, 20 push-ups, one-minute planks, 60 bicycle crunches, 50 high knees, 50 lunges, uh, 20 push-ups, one-minute plank, and 60 bicycle crunches. And then you do that whole thing all over again one more time. Mm. And it kills you. But yeah. man, my abs are showing again. Mm. I feel sexy. I feel empowered. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could uh, show a couple nipples on Instagram. You can, and, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the number one. Of, that's the first thing that I start to notice uh, when I start like getting in shape is the nipples really start getting. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm. I can't wait to post naked photos on Instagram mm-hmm. and get all the likes. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I wish I wish I had the confidence of posting shirtless photos on Instagram. I don't. I know, right? I really don't. Like, I don't know. I wish that. I wish that. Yeah, but you post butt photos sometimes, and that's very confident. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's very confident. But that's more when I'm in heat and I need it. That's my mating call. You know, <laughs> like is that the gay mating call? Yeah, like man, look at my arse. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like hello. Come from near and far to view my anus. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, no, I don't and show. then you get messages of them saying, "Spread them." <laughs> I don't know how gay culture works, but I'm assuming that's what happens. I've never been told. Well, actually, I have during <laughs> sex. Spread them. Spread those cheeks, boy. Spread them. Spread those cheeks, boy. Um, now that I'm back from Dallas, I really do wish my family would just come here and live here with me right. rather than me just going back and seeing them. It's very selfish. So it's my very family selfish does the same me. thing. It's very selfish of me, but man. No, I it's keep... very selfish of them to not move out here. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. Yeah. yeah. How dare you guys go quit your jobs and come move, live with me? Yeah, I, I do feel you. Like when I mo- went back to Dallas, it's like, I don't. I miss the city somewhat, mm-hmm. but I mainly miss the people. I yeah. miss everyone there. Because the whole time when I was in Dallas, it's just like, it's flat. There's no scenery. There's nothing. There's no so mountains to there. hike. And no mountains to hike. Dallas no com- nature. Is uh, Dallas humid? Very. Okay, yeah. It's, and it's, it's like here it's dry heat. Yeah, it's 90 degrees, but it's not like yeah. Dallas where no, it's Ohio, moist. Ohio, Ohio, it's so humid. It's, it's so like humid you could drink there. the air. It's so wet. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah, Dallas is fucking, I hate the weather in Dallas. It sucks. Have you ever I met mean, uh, Debbie? Sh- Debbie who? Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas? Yeah. Have you no. ever met her? Who's that? It's like this seventies porno. <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. Oh yeah? Yeah. It's a it's a porno? Mm-hmm. How do you know a porno called Debbie Does Dallas? It's like all the way from seventies. It's like and I'm not gonna Google it on my computer because I'm on my work computer, but <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. Debbie does Dallas. Um let's see. I Googled search Debbie Does Debbie Does Dallas Uncovered two thousand five film. Adult comedy a cheerleader and her friends need to make money quickly so they begin selling sexual services 1978 debbie does dallas yep. <laughs> okay uh director jim buckley wow I'm... stars bambi woods christy ford and robert kerman christy uh, ford christy ford and Bambi Woods. Never heard. I'm looking at the IMDb and I don't recognize any of these. Oh, wait, David Pierce? Is that Paul Pierce's brother? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So, uh, anything interesting uh, going on in the future for you? Um, before we get to our topic, you of know, the day? I'm just not too much in the future. Uh, you know, I'm settling into a new job, which is an adjustment. It's like just sitting through a bunch of meetings and reading stuff, and yeah, it's a lot, lot to take in, a lot to take in. Um, people want me to do things and like have responsibilities, mm -hmm. but they're throwing money at me to do it, so yeah. I guess it's okay. But it's hard I work. Mean, you're getting money for it's it. It's hard work. I mean, as long as you're getting paid to do, yeah, to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what it's fine. What it matters, you know. You have a roof over your head. Are people in this pandemic who are, you know, getting get evicted say, out of their homes. And I get to say grace every morning. And, yeah, exactly. And you got food. So, yeah. And I you, found a new job in the pandemic. That's, you know. I mean, that's, and you got a better job in yeah, the pandemic. Yeah. That's, you're doing well. Uh huh. I think you're doing well. I'm actually uh, looking, well, it's not like my employer is going to listen to this, but I actually just applied at Headspace in Santa Monica. Oh, that would be dope. Yeah, the app, Headspace, the meditation mm -hmm. app. Mm -hmm. I applied for their headquarters for like their accounts receivable specialist. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, I've, I'm... I think I'm overqualified for that position. Yeah. But if I could get a if I could negotiate a good enough salary, I'm definitely gonna work there because I was just reading the the site alone. If you work at the Headspace quarters, you could take a break anytime at work, and they have a nice meditation room. Yeah. Dude, of course, dude. You would just feel so much better just mm -hmm. your wholesome self working at a meditation app. Start getting stressed out, like, oh, I'm just going to meditate. Yeah. Is I'd probably exactly. masturbate in the room, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Do you get turned on when you meditate? No. no I don't. Not really. I, don't, I, yeah. don't. I mean... It's because you said masturbate, and that's what triggered my question. <laughs> like, no, usually, like, I mean, if I get a sexual thought, then I let it just pass through me and then go back to my breath. This is a good, I think it's a good time to transition to our topic of the day, mm -hmm. because speaking of meditation, one of the things for meditation is uh, self-awareness. Yes. And self-awareness is it's one of the very key, key components of our topic today. Ready? Emotional, Emotional intelligence. intelligence. Emo N-I. Emo <laughs> intel. intel. Yeah, emo <laughs> intel. That sounds like um. That sounds like a report that like one of the chaperones says that like a junior high dance. Like, what's the emo intel? <laughs> oh, they're fingering under the be the bleachers while listening to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Emotional intelligence is our topic for the week. Uh, and. It applies to everything, for example, relationships, business, social interactions, effective communication. Personal and professional settings. Personal and professional. And first, the five key elements for... Well, overall, do you, let's, uh, let's just give a nice little definition. Do we want to do that? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. So emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Mm-hmm. And the five key elements are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. Yes. And we're going to talk about that today. Yes. Uh, the first one is self-awareness. Mike and I talk about self-awareness. I mean, I think we already talked about episode one and two. We talk about mm -hmm. it all the time. I mean, that's the basis of this podcast. It's mm -hmm. really just like... Know thine self. Knowing ourselves, knowing our strengths and weaknesses, getting mm -hmm. a clear picture of who we are. The and, unexamined life is not worth living, said Socrates. Yes. And, and it's just having the humility to see 
what is good about yourself, what is bad about yourself, mm-hmm. and saying what is the way for us to improve the things that you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the main things that helped me for uh, self-awareness was keeping a journal. There's so many times where I open my journal, I look at a blank page, I'm like, I have, I don't know what to write or anything. I usually start off with three things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And then usually it just gets the mind going. It's like, all right, I'm grateful for this, this and that. Okay, I could do better in this aspect of my life or in this job or in this, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, I need to make better videos or like write more sketches, ideas and figure that out. Try not to let the quarantine get the best of me and just sit down and play video games and get lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, what well, what was an example for you to be self-awareness? Yeah, um, I think a lot of times for me it's just kind of the self-awareness and like social settings and, you know, vigilance. I'm constantly aware of how my actions are impacting other people, or at least I really try to be, like, you know, if I'm having like conflict with someone, then I always try to, you know, as a my gut reaction is kind of becoming self-aware and being like, okay, what's my part of this? You know, how can we work through this together? Yeah, I I like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes uh, you get that gut reaction of like, this person's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, what's this person doing? And you're trying to like, you're trying to break down their psyche, their psyche and trying to be like, oh, this person's young or dumb or naive or whatever the fuck. But yeah, it is a good way to just really just take a deep breath and figure out, okay, what am I... What am I doing to contribute to this right now? Yeah, exactly. Because whatever, you know, like me, me like thinking or just putting all my energy into what's wrong with this person is not going to solve any problem. If anything, you're just wasting your time and energy. Mm-hmm. If anything, you just need to figure out, all right, how do I manage this situation? How- we got to give a good example. Like, let's say, let's do a personal and a professional Okay, perfect. Uh, for professional, I was arguing with a person when it comes to producing a show about the way running a show about having to like, I don't want to li- reveal too much information, but I was uh, I was kind of arguing with a person of like having to send group text yeah. to uh, group text to comics. And at first I was like completely against it because I was like, no one wants group text. Who wants group text or comics? Just send them the time and place and they're good to go. Yeah. But she was just like, no, I want to do it. Like she, it's like very needed. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna just stop, <laughs> just like and just not try to control this and try to be like, you know, my way is the best way. If anything, I just ask politely. I'm like, hey, can you just want to reach out? Like, why is it so important for you to send group text? Yeah, <laughs> to all the comics. And she was, but the way she answered was very polite. She was like, I just want to make sure, you know, everyone's informed. Everyone's, you know, try to keep the tight niche of the comedy for that night so they all know each other and be mm-hmm. comfortable with each other and she proved the point and uh yeah i guess i hopefully that, that was a good example yeah <laughs> what would you say for one on like the workplace uh workplace for self-awareness mm-hmm. i don't know i guess my a lot of my workplace scenarios are like in the workplace like you don't microwave salmon <laughs> in the you know community kitchen because it smells up the whole place so just like that self-awareness but i guess a lot of it is just for me before i send my work off to you know my supervisor is doing a you know review kind of going through and checking for common mistakes that i know that i've made in the past and just Mm -hmm. kind of reviewing doing a spell check and all that and then that kind of helps me become self-aware of like my limitations and my errors so that i could avoid them in the future yeah. 
And sometimes you just got to be self-aware that you're a fucking badass motherfucker. Right. You're cool as shit. I know. And, you know, like, you're the shit. Everyone smells you. Like, that's the type of person you need mm-hmm. to be aware about. Like, I am confident and classy. I mean, the type, the number one type of self-awareness uh, Mike and I are all about is to know that you're perfect. And mm-hmm. that's what people need to know uh, about self-awareness, you know? <laughs> Listen, the world is mine. You're just living in it. Right. Okay? This is our dominion. <laughs> Key element number two for emotional intelligence is self- self-regulation. Self-regulation. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like... When I read self-regulation, I go, oh, like a car? Like get an oil yeah. change? You know I feel I mean? like it's just kind of like there's no self-regulation with no self-awareness. So self-awareness lets you be like, okay, this is what's going on right now. These are the emotions that I feel. And then self-regulation is like... Uh, making sure... It's like a car. Yeah. <laughs> Checking yeah. up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure you don't stereotype people or verbally attack others or make rushed or emotional decisions. God forbid. How many times have you gotten angry and at someone and made... What was it? What was that one phrase? It was never make a decision... Never make a plan when you're happy. Never make a decision when you're angry. Yeah. Never grocery shop when you're hungry. <laughs> or never grocery <laughs> shop when you're high. Yeah. What? Let me find that quote. A quote. Uh, I just Googled it. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, that's what, here it is. It's While he is uh, trying to find that quote, quick ad corner today. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Do you live in the northern Ohio area, preferably Huron or Erie counties, but even he's willing to make the drive up to bordering counties like Ottawa and even Cuyahoga or Lorraine? And are you looking to buy or sell a house? Look no further than Pat Spettle at Remax Quality Realty. With over 30 years' experience in the industry, Pat Spettle knows what he's talking about when he's selling a property. Let his energy, experience, and enthusiasm work for you. Pat Spettle, Remax Quality Realty. DM me if you want his number. Wow, and we're back. Uh, so I did find the quote. And uh, it says, never reply when you're angry, never make a promise when you are happy, never make a decision when you are sad. And I've done all three of those mistakes too many times. Um, (laughs) And that's why we're talking about self-regulation. It's really just stopping yourself from making these emotional decisions that you will regret later in the future. So here's like a couple things, like one thing to help or improve your ability to self-regulate is to know your values, you know, have a clear representation of what you want, who you are, and like what you absolutely will not compromise. Hey, Mike, what are your values as a human being or as a Mike Spettle? What are, what do you value? I value courage. Okay. Courage and growth. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Yeah. I like that. I value, you know, similar. I like what I value about you, honestly, is you're willing to admit that you're wrong and you're willing to make yourself. It's what happens when you're wrong as many times as I am. (laughs) You know, you're willing to humble yourself and you're willing to, you know, reach out and ask for help. Yeah. I mean, there are so many times where you and I just text each other if we're feeling down. And you're always willing, you're not scared to reach out to a friend. And you're not scared to, or not scared, but you're always willing to help out a friend in need. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really admire that about you. Well, thank you. Um, and, and one thing about you is you're, you're not afraid to be silly in public. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you're not afraid to make yourself look like a fool. Yeah. I mean, which takes, which 
Which is a big quality for being a comedian. Yeah. Okay, now you're trying to say something good about me. No, I'm just okay, fucking with yeah. you. Um, and another f- thing was, like, that's one. Yeah, knowing your values as a person and mm-hmm. hold yourself accountable to those values. I think you recognize, you know, being able to recognize your emotions and how they affect you and then using those, you know, values that you were talking about and let them direct those yeah. behaviors. I'm still learning about this as just as a human being or just fucking growing up, sometimes it's just like, it's not always about you. Ah, like I always tell myself that when shit happens, mm-hmm. I literally will have be like, Ahmed, it's not about you. Just shut up, just go away or just walk away from this. Or it doesn't matter. Shrug your, just shrug it off or something mm-hmm. because it really isn't about me for the most part. And there is always something deeper than whatever is going on. I, I, when I'm saying this, I'm talking about it. Like, in a workplace or or getting rejected mm-hmm. uh like someone saying no to you for a job or getting rejected fucking uh, asking a girl out and she rejected you not about you maybe yeah. maybe it's something that she's dealing with or maybe she's just gay because you're sexy as fuck and there's no oh, way a woman wow, would say no to you <laughs> yeah or or uh or like there's so many times where a comic or just comedians. When I bomb, an audience doesn't like me. Or, well, no, that one is about me. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. me bombing. Or just, uh, or just, you know, when you submit for a show and they just haven't fucking hit you up. Yeah. Or when you go an audition, you just you know, get don't a call take back. things personal. Don't take it personal. Just, mm-hmm. you know, calm yourself down. Yeah. <laughs> take a deep breath and be like, okay, it's <sighs> over. At right now, at this moment nothing's going on there's a train is not about to hit me right. <laughs> i'm not mm-hmm. in an airplane in turbulence mm-hmm. you're <laughs> not, not making a life or death decision right now if you a... push the wrong button the yeah. world will not end yes right. right now i'm just alone in my car or in my kitchen or at work or anything i'm just here what's everything that's going on is just going on in my head <laughs> and these are just feelings that are normal human fe- feelings and you just got to remind yourself that mm-hmm. and be like, all right, so what do I got to do today? <laughs> and, you know, do the damn thing. Yeah. I think, you know, overall self management kind of comes down to self managing so that you kind of hit on more of those good emotions or quote unquote good emotions and less of the bad emotions. Like you're less impulsive, you're more proactive and take initiative. You know, those are ways that you kind of hit on this part of emotional intelligence. Nice. That was a good one. It was. Dude, that was so good. Clear, concise, Dude, let's just and pause and just fucking high five for know, five minutes right. straight. <laughs> okay, could we like... Touch nice. <laughs> um. Anyways, this next one is called... Uh, wait, did you say touch butts? I didn't hear you. I did. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shh, my girlfriend's sleeping in my room. Chill, oh, bro. Shit, <laughs> shit. I was wondering why you didn't yes and. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, the next one is... Um, motivation. 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 If you want to talk about motivation, we literally just talked about it for like 45 minutes In the a last week episode. ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we we will. We're, at, we're actually working on a motivation episode solely based on motivation mm-hmm. and how to self-motivate yourself and stuff. So we'll... Uh, We'll focus on that later. We'll we'll table it. Yeah, we'll put table a shelf that. on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, motivation it's in the is lot. yeah, but motivation is self motivation is a form of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's really just discipline and getting yourself to you know 
do the damn thing. What? Yeah. That sounds familiar. You should listen to last week's episode. Wow. <laughs> Next part is empathy. Oh, empathy. <laughs> you looked at me. I thought you were you were gonna say something. Yeah, empathy. Um, uh, go or ahead. I mean, empathy is pretty much it's the ability to put yourself in someone else's position. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Be- like being able to kind of feel what other people are feeling. Mm-hmm. Empathy is uh, is something that just makes you a better person in general. I think. Yeah. Uh, really, just. Like read the room. (laughs) Yeah, reading the room and knowing that it's like what I just said. It's not always about you and everything. So paying attention to someone else's body language, trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes. I mean, there's times where, I mean, even I I could be selfish where I see someone else's problem. I'm like, fucking loser. You pick yourself up. You could do it. It's easy to get out of this trouble, whatever situation you're in. For example, uh, I remember in college. Oh, not sorry. Not in college. In high school where i've 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 fat shamed someone Mm -hmm. you know i was just like dude you're like i was just i didn't realize i was yeah no i was kind of an asshole i didn't realize that it was for some people it's harder for people to lose weight Mm -hmm. and for me i was like the skinny guy you know i and maybe it was just reacting to feeling because so many people were calling me skinny so i would when i would see fat people like you fucking you know, what, yeah. it's so easy, just fucking, you know, kind of like what Bill Burr's jokes, like eat an apple and go for a walk or all that shit. <laughs> or when you see it, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, what? Just fucking put the donut down. Like, that's what I think. It's yeah. not like, you know what I mean? I don't know their lives. I don't know what their cholesterol, if they have any cholesterol problems <laughs> or any body issues. And I mean, and I've done that too, and I feel bad about it, but I've done that to women as well. It's like, like commenting on a woman's body. Mm-hmm. This is, guys, this is back in college days. Again, <laughs> I mean, again, we've mentioned this. I wasn't, none of us were perfect human beings. And that's the problem. That's mm-hmm. the point. We highlight our mistakes. We talk about it. And we realize that we need to be better as people. Yeah. So, yes, in the co- in college, I've been, in, you know, with other guys, you know, commenting on a woman's body and being like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to pause in do take a little chunk and make a soundbite of you saying in college I did it with other guys. Ah. <laughs> Zing. Mm. Uh, yeah, man, I've I've literally said like, oh, she'd be so much hotter if she lost weight. And mm-hmm. that's such a like when I think about that, I'm like, man, that's such a fucked up thing to say, you know. Obviously, I didn't say it to her face, but it's still a dick it's move still to say. Like, the line. it's still crossing the line. It's like I don't know when what she's going values. through. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that's my example of being empathetic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I think I just it just comes down to, like, the everyday empathy. Like, if you're in an interaction with someone and, like, let's say your friend is going with uh, through a tough time and she, like, let's say a friend comes up to you and she's like, I just got cheated on by my boyfriend. Um, and she, like, starts just breaking down and crying in front of you, like... I think empathy is being able to kind of read it and 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 not be like, oh, you'll get over it, but kind of just meet her in her pain at that mm-hmm. moment, and then yeah. just kind of like working through it. Yeah. And then a week later, be like, are you still crying over him? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. All right. And it's like you Yo. got back together with him, and you're crying again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you stupid bitch. And then- <laughs> stupid, yeah. Call him a stupid bitch. That's yeah. how you get the good message through. Um. I mean. And I will admit, like, just being empathetic to other people requires a ton of patience. It does. 
It really does. Mm-hmm. And there are times where... Uh, walk a mile in someone else's shoes, and that's a lot of miles you have to walk sometimes. <laughs> yeah, night. man. There are lots of people that require a ton of patience. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And I'll admit, there's times where my patience ran thin. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just like, I, I, I can't deal with you. I can't deal with you. You're just... You know, You're toxic and you just bring my energy down. Let's just call it. And as a grown up, it's fine to cut off toxic people out of yeah. your lives. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But first you gotta you gotta just wish them the best. You know, I have I've had friends where like before LA, there's a guy who fucking I considered him a good friend, but he stole money from me. He screwed me over, broke my trust. And I mean, there's times where I'm like, you obviously you're angry and you want to, you want to like curse him and you're like, I hope he fucking dies. I hope he goes to jail forever in his life. And then you just start thinking, but then like you, you really, I feel bad for him. I really do. You know, obviously I'm angry to what he did to me, you mm-hmm. know, stealing from me, but it's also like, you know what? Everyone has their own challenges. I'm. He must have been extremely desperate. He was desperate. If I mean, at that time, if at that time that you know he valued money more than he valued your relationship, then that's on him. Like, yeah, and and he's going through a lot, you know, bigger problems in life right now, and that's the challenges he has to face. Mm-hmm. Face. I know. I learned and grew stronger out of this experience. In a way, I thank past Ahmed for dealing that situation. Yeah, you know, I forgive. For the times that passed Ahmed, all the mistakes he's made, all the, you know, all the uh, good things he's done, you know, I love him for that because mm-hmm. he's the reason where I'm in today. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to love your past self. Exactly. It's about recognizing the, the shortcomings but of others, but not letting it yourself and others, but not letting it ruin your day. Yeah. Like if someone is being a driving like a douchebag and they cut you off on the 405, no, no, not that. No, I'm gonna pause that. We're gonna. If someone cuts you off on the 405 or this, uh, or the 101 or major highways in Dallas, like the 70, 75, I 35, 635, or I 480 West, or I 40 West, give me all the highways in your Ohio town. Um, 250 Main Street, uh, my hometown, that's pretty much it. Oh, or okay. 250 so if Main anyone Street. cuts you off, you fucking kill them, <laughs> you chase them down. And then if they, and then you grab them by their collar and then you punch them repeatedly in the face and they go, what about emotional intelligence? You're like, not on the highway, you piece of shit. And then you throw them off. (laughs) Yep. Right before you punch them, then you think, you know what? Maybe they just had to poop and that's why they were speeding so bad. And then you just push them off the highway. Yeah. Spartan 300 style. And then you go, I'll work on emotional intelligence from now. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. You got this. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it really is just knowing your faults, mm-hmm. recognizing yeah. that you're not a perfect person. You're a yeah. human being. You do mistakes and, and hope and pray to God that cancel culture doesn't find those mistakes. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Um, so big, uh, all those, Parts of emotional intelligence that we've discussed, they kind of all tie into... Well, we have one more. I know. They all all tie into like how you deal with yourself, but the last one kind of is how you deal with other people. Yes. And the fifth one is social skills. Yeah, so social skills, it kind of comes down to just in a broad way, your relationship management how you develop and maintain good relationships, communicate, influence, and, you know, conflicts, how you navigate them, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, all that stuff. Just dealing with other people. Yeah, and it's pretty much using all of the other four key elements, you know, using your empathy before you, you know, how you relate to these other people and... Uh, Self-regulate yourself to make sure you don't get angry at the person or you don't make uh, make fun of the person without knowing their insecurities. Or like if you're working (laughs) on a team, like you're able to be motivated enough to keep up your fair share. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. Using it for good. Yeah, I think the big part about social skills, when you kind of have all five of these key elements in synergy with each other, I just used a big word. Mm -hmm. I went to business school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think the big thing is that like when you have all these and that gives you solid social skills and that allows you to like when you walk in the room, you get to be the thermostat and set the temperature instead of the thermometer and just like react to the temperature of the room. So... Be a thermostat, not a thermometer. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, thanks. I thanks. like that. Emotional intelligence is actually a bigger indicator of success than IQ. You know, it's not always the valedictorian of the class that goes on to do the bigger things. You know, it's the ones that have the solid emotional intelligence. You know, the more that we build up emotional intelligence, the more resilient, motivated, better managed people that we are. I remember they did this like study or something with a bunch of CEOs and the finding was pretty much that like the correlation between their success wasn't IQ it was emotional intelligence that kind of led them to where they are oh man I a good example would be my dad my dad is he has the gift of gab he's so good with people mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. like I mean just growing up uh just watching my dad just light up a room everywhere he goes he's always this funny charismatic guy who just he's over he could be overly nice (laughs) which uh is a very positive thing sometimes it hurts him or people will take advantage of his niceness yeah of how generous he is or how nice he is but one thing like i learned a lot from my dad just dealing with people or just you know my my dad's Growing up, like my brothers and I, we would just see my dad every time we would see him like at different people's houses. He was always willing to try to make the person comfortable. Mm -hmm. And my dad is the type of guy where, and I'd say like my brothers and I get this from him, is he can meet the person like then and there that day. And he'll have conversations with the person as if they've been knowing each other for so many years. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's the type of my dad is. My dad will make your... make. My you, dad my dad is a big social butterfly. Yeah. Like I remember after like church on Sundays it would take like 15 minutes afterwards because he was always talking to everyone. Yeah. That's the type of guy my dad is. My dad is the type of guy who will make you feel very comfortable in the room and he's really cool. I mean, be like Tariq Al-Qadri. So everybody go uh Google on LinkedIn Tariq Google and like search on LinkedIn Tariq <laughs> Al-Qadri and just shoot a message like, "Hey, how do you become such a social butterfly. How's that? How are you so cool, man? Like, I think one uh, strength of mine is being willy, willing to adapt in every in any environment. Yeah. You know, I'm a little fucking amphibian, mm-hmm. right? You're, <laughs> a little, cock- you're a cockroach. I'm a cockroach. You can't kill me. Yeah, you just can't kill you. It's like, oh, man, I can't kill him. He can't, we can't get rid of him. <laughs> we kick him out of the party. He keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, and um, just be, I, I mean, I just, like, emotional intelligence, just being a good friend, 
Yeah. Just being out there, teching up on his loved be, one. Gets you to be a anybody. better friend. And yeah, to, it, it's just teching up on him. You know, I tell you what, everyone who's listening to this episode today, think, go to your contact list and just look, go through the names and then find a name of a person, not that, that you haven't talked to and not because... Not because you don't, you know, you guys fell off on bad terms. It's just you guys grew apart. You know, mm-hmm. you know, life it's just life happens. You know, you ended up working in tech. This person ended up working in fucking Dairy Queen. In Dairy Queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or any other industry. And that's why you haven't seen each other anymore. Shoot that person a text. Just like, hey, how's it going? Thinking about you. How you been? Yeah. There is no greater feeling when I get a text of a random person being like, hey, man, thinking about you. How you mm-hmm. been? Honestly, it feels good on the other, uh, vice versa. When I text someone and really I, and they'd be like, thank you for texting me. It made my day. I, it makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, talking to other people and just knowing that you are a loved person. And in order to remind yourself that you're a loved person. I try to call three people every day. That's three, good. three random people. That's just, really good. You know, and just, even if it's just a quick Hey, just uh, was thinking about you. Hope you're doing all right. Just a quick two-minute conversation. Like, Mm -hmm. it's that quick interaction. Yeah. Just to know that you are a loved person and to remind yourself that you you are loved, you need to spread your love out there. You know what I mean? Shake that love. love Spread your love. Spread my cheeks on the gram. (laughs) And have have other nice guys spread their love on his cheeks. (laughs) In my chest. And on his chest, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Do we want to talk about uh, uh, how to cultivate emotional intelligence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So the thing about emotional intelligence is it's not a static skill, or not a static skill. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not like you know, intelligence. It's not like IQ where they say that it's constant over life. You could constantly be cultivating and building on your emotional intelligence. So there's a number of ways to do that. One way is meditation. Mm-hmm. Meditation is very helpful for the self-awareness and the self-management mm-hmm. aspects of emotional intelligence. You know, you're able to observe your thoughts and your feelings and you're able to focus better. And yeah, meditation, going out in nature and all those things, simple Man, self-care fucking, hacks. Are, I fucking love hiking yeah you know that is legit the epitome of cultivating my eq Mm -hmm. bro Mm -hmm. it really is man uh that's one of my favorite things about living in california going out hitting up a trail nearby do a nice seven mile nine mile hike from early morning till the afternoon Mm -hmm. and it's those moments where it's worth paying the the state taxes yeah yeah yeah, I think, you know, meditation, just those uh, simple things, just be more aware. Uh, as you kind of mentioned earlier in the episode, keeping a journal, you know, those are all really good ways that you could focus on yourself because that's kind of where emotional intelligence comes from. It comes from within. Yeah, man, we talked a good amount. Is there anything else you want to wrap up? No, no. Before we, before we conclude no. uh, this episode. I'm honored to be in the presence of such an emotionally intelligent man. Oh, thank you. And while I'm honored that my amazing emotional intelligence is spreading onto you. <laughs> onto my f- it's all over my face. <laughs> 
That came out so weird. Mm. Uh, but hey, you know what? We just started a podcast, and that's the point of this. We're getting better at this. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, please follow the Instagram uh, Grow Up pod i think that's the instagram username uh, yeah um, shoot us or just shoot follow mike uh follow mike on instagram uh what's your instagram handle spike underscore m-e-t-t-e-l yeah and you could follow me on instagram ahmed from dallas feel free to dm us topics topics you want us to um, talk about uh also while on while we're on the topic of uh you know being in contact with our lovely fans Mm-hmm. We also would love it if you subscribe to our Patreon page. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're still thinking of more things for us to, do, you know, exclusive content for us to put on the Patreon page. Mm-hmm. But, but you definitely won't be disappointed. There's multiple tiers depending on you know, depending on how you how much you want to support us. And we just want to connect with you guys and guys and gals in a meaningful way. Yeah, in a meaningful way. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, shoot us a follow us on Instagram. Shoot us a DM of uh, a topic you want us to talk about. And uh, what do you think of the pod so far? We love you guys. Um, thank you guys so much. Like, comment, share, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, yeah. And don't forget to rate the podcast, uh, subscribe and rate. Uh, it means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot. So we can move up, uh, you know, so more people can find this podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the rest of it. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ahmed. Grow, Grow up. up.